Sales development continues to grow in importance as a critical component of a successful go-to-market strategy. And with the explosion of new tools, technology, and processes, the sales development industry itself is thriving, as seen with the growth of the 10-bound sales development market map over at 10bound.com. On this podcast, we'll dive deep and go beyond sales development to think about the future of technology, processes, and tools in the industry with our host, noted futurist, author, and sales development practitioner, Justin Michael. Welcome to Beyond Sales Development. Tune in each week and be sure to hit subscribe, leave a comment, and turn on notifications to never miss an episode. And now, Beyond Sales Development with your host, Justin Michael. Welcome back to Beyond Sales Development. I'm your host, Justin Michael, doing my best William Shatner impression. We have Zeke Lever on the show, who's just an awesome salesperson and knows a lot about sales, has driven millions in pipeline, currently works in the insurance industry, but have some definite practical approaches to actually making phones work. He's an active trainer of teams training you know dozens of folks in different methods some that he blends and builds so zeke welcome to the show nice to be here justin really good to be here thank you so much so tell me how you got into sales because what i love about knowing you is you'll shoot me a message like i love sales like you i want to sell something you know so you like you have a passion for b2b and we love that for 10 bound and for this podcast because people are a lot of times they don't love it or they're getting rejected a lot so how can they fall in love with this job it's a bit of a grinder Okay, well, how I started, I mean, uh, I believe I was like three, four years old. And I remember the Game Boy. You remember the original Game Boy that came out black and white, right? So I wanted that. So I was like, Dad, I want a Game Boy. I want this Game Boy. I want this Game Boy for like a month. I said, no, 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 no. And I'm like, listen, I want this Game Boy. I never actually stopped asking, right? So eventually I got it, you know? So what I want to say here is... Uh, probably one of the best salespeople are kids because they just never stop. They're ruthless. They're absolutely ruthless. So how I got a little bit into sales, spent a lot of time in the military overseas, came back here in the States. So my first actually job was being an EMT. Okay. So here in the States. So how that go is like, you know, somebody calls you, show up over there, got paid like 12 an hour, and I felt really good by helping people because I enjoy, I really enjoy helping people. I really do. But I hated that, you know what? I'm working 12 hours a day, 12 hours, four days a week. When I'm home, I just want to go into the shower, go to my bed, sleep, wake up, repeat. So, I mean, for me, that even though, yeah, I was getting the, yeah, I'm helping people, it wasn't really my thing thing because I mean let's face it it was kind of like a dead end position about you know what I mean like like it just wasn't for me like I didn't like to be on the clock I hate that like I don't want to have like okay now you have 30 minutes break so you can go eat that like I don't like that so I'm like okay that's not for me then I actually start working for Petco I don't know if you're familiar with uh, stores yeah Called myself a Petco so the other thing that I love is aquariums. I love aquatic fish, all that stuff. So anyhow, I was responsible for the, you know, like uh, aquatic stuff. I was doing it for like three, four months, I believe. And 
they were sales were increased drastically. The reason is I absolutely loved and love aquariums and fish. So I was really good at helping people getting the right product for what they need or kind of like find what's the right fish based on their attitude or schedule. So they were coming back and back and back and back and back. And one day, you know, like that's why I mentioned, you know, the half an hour break. You know, you gotta so one day, you know, I'm taking a break, you know, go eat real quick. And I was like 10 minutes late. I don't remember what happened. So I'm coming back and the manager grabs me. He's like, hey, man, you know, you got to be a bit late. There was a customer here and it had help. And, uh, you know, next time we're going to write you down, something like that. So I'm thinking like, okay. And I ask him one single question. I'm like, did that person ask for something specific that you as a manager weren't able to do? He goes like, well, I don't know. I didn't ask. I'm like, well, that's the problem. And I quit that day. <laughs> then after that, so an ad about, you know, we're looking for insurance agents, you know, like make your own income, true wealth, stuff like that. So I'm like, I want to make my own income. You know, I want to be responsible for my own future and all that. So that's how I got into the health insurance sale. And the rest is just uh, just a snowball effect. So that's kind of like intro, how from military, EMS, lights and sirens, selling friggin' fish to sales. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love every aspect of it. Every aspect. Of it. I love the fact that I can connect with people on a daily basis, on a daily basis, make two, three hundred dials and connect with people. Simple as that. Now, if you change your perspective and say, oh, man, you know what? Prospecting sucks, man. I got to make 300 dials. I'm going to get yelled. I'm going to get screamed at. I'm going to get no's. I'm going to get that. You started your day by having a really bad day. But when I got on the phones, I'm like, let's go, baby. Let's go. I want to talk to people. I want to learn about. Like I am, like, like okay, like, what am I, what, so what do you do? What's your occupation? What do you do, man? I'm a truck driver. I'm like, well, I got tons of truck drivers in my book of business, all right? Because we have a PPO network. But tell me a little bit, man, what do you do? What states you go? What's your favorite state? You know, Nebraska, why? But I don't ask, here's the thing. I don't ask fake. You know, I don't do the fake, you know, off the line tactic, you know what I mean? Because people ain't stupid. People ain't, and even if they are stupid, their subconscious mind is not. So sincerity, you know, you gotta be sincere. Now that's something you cannot fake. Simple as that. So ask them, where are you from? What's your favorite state? So when are you coming back? You have family. What do they do? What your wives do? You know, like I guess it's a full-time, you know, a full-time bird to you, you know? So that's what I do like. I don't consider myself how can I say, like a salesperson, which everybody's in sales, but I consider myself as a person who genuinely wants to talk to other people and help them, if that makes sense. I think that's so phenomenal. You talked about changing your mindset to the cold calls, even in the rejection. And I found that too, after you know 20 years on the phones and you have it too, tens of thousands of hours. I mean, you can't even count the hours or it's millions, it's thousands and so many calls. And if you have curiosity, I find the people interesting. I used to collect baseball cards. It's like little stories. It's like a little book 
It's like you're looking in this little snow globe at all these lives and you start to become interested. I don't know why I'm so curious or interested, but how do people who aren't interested and aren't curious, maybe they're in the wrong job, but you just loved it, right? But how do you train someone to have the curiosity that's authentic? Because you have it, but we need to get reps to feel that way because if they're fake, they're gonna repel. This tone on the phone, people sense fear. This is like millions of years old. Like you said, it doesn't matter the IQ. Everyone senses emotion. So how do we train people to take that interest, to ask the right questions? Um, you're doing a lot of training. Like what's the training like? And you've been through some amazing training like Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort stuff. We've connected about that. <laughs> you know, I'd love to know why you like that, how you implement that into your teams. I'm, I'm throwing a lot at you, but love no, fine, fine. About it. I love it. I tend to talk fast a bit. So, you know, like, no, it's it's perfect, man. This is really valuable for a lot of different verticals too, outside of insurance, because it's a lot of phone work and it's a lot of email and curiosity to me, top trait. So you nailed it in my book. Justin, in my book of business, all sales are the same. Doesn't matter what you sell, health insurance, cars, technology, software, right? It doesn't matter what you sell. It doesn't matter. People will, yeah, but you see, my industry is a bit different. Okay, it has different, you know, attributes and different approach, but sales, same. Nothing changes. I don't say that. Jordan Belfort said that. And okay, yeah, he's one, one of the guys who trained. And I agree 100%. Now, as far as how I train my agents, is uh, a big thing about that is, and that's for managers, you know, sales managers. Don't be sales managers. Then you just manage people. Doesn't make sense. Be a sales leader. Huge difference. Okay. You cannot like effectively train people and make them successful if you manage. We're not managers. We are leaders and we lead by example. I will never, ever, ever ask any of my agents to do something that I personally haven't done. I don't have a special office, you know, like, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I got a little small, you know, like uh, aquariums, I can see my stupid fish, but I, I like, while I'm dialing in pit, I'm dialing in the pit. I don't have my own private uh, thing back there where I'm all good. No, I want to be right next. To I want to be in the trenches. I want to hear their objections. I want to hear the struggle. I want to hear the success. And I want them to know that I'm there. Simple as that. Okay. Be the, be the example you want to be. Simple as that. Now, if the agents, all right, doesn't matter what you sell it, call centers or, you know, if it's something like that. Now, if the agents see you, they're eight o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock. Nice, fresh, sharp, ready to go, rock and roll. And I'm like, whoa, look at Deke, man. I mean, he's been doing this for a while. He's got a successful. And he's here at 8 o'clock. I mean, crap, I'm here at 9.30, and I just started. He must be doing something better. That's why he's there, right? So that's how you start. You start by being a good example for your agents. Okay, that's the first, the very, 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 very first step you're going to have to take to get affected train because if you're never there if you treat them like you know what hey hey you how many dollars you did today 50 well you suck i mean or uh hey you come on man that, that you sounded terrible really 
Like, don't be that person. Don't. Use positive reinforcement. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Positive reinforcement. And I will give an example right now. I want John, right, who sits over there, to make more dials because he makes about 50 dials a day, right? And he kind of goes in and out, like, to have a smoke every five minutes. You know, just one of those. What I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to Justin, who sits over there. I'm going to be like, hey, Justin, what's up, baby? She's like, hey, what's up, dude? I'm like, hey, congratulations on the last week, bro. You freaking killed it. You submitted $30,000. How much your paycheck, by the way? Oh, $7,800? $7, $7,800? My man, what, what are you going to do now? What, what, what are you going to do with that, right? I mean, how many dials are in so far? Oh, you're, you're over 200 My man, let's go, baby. That's all I do. So I exemplify success so the person who sits over there can hear everything at the same. And then... Hopefully, it'll make him think. I'm like, hey, you know what? I want to be recognized too. I want to be told that I'm doing a great job. I want to be the center of attention to you so that you don't start thinking. People, sometimes it's so hard, so hard. You, tell, you, you just tell them that, you know what? Do this, do the numbers, do the, and you'll make money. What's the truth? Yes, it is. Just do the dials, put in the work, put in the effort, hustle, grind. Are you going to make money in this industry or any industry? Yes, you will. But most people, when they're kind of new, they can't really grasp the fact that if I work hard enough, I can make 5000 in one week. So you see what I mean? Like they can't grasp the fact. They haven't trained their minds yet to that stage. So I have to work with them based on emotion, which is being recognized, being the center of attention, and everybody give a hurrah for him. So I'm, that's the approach. Sorry, I'm kind of getting off line a little bit here. But. It's fantastic. No, it's spot on because you have to find a way that people be, can become self-motivated. It's just like I always say on the podcast that people love to buy and hate to be sold, like that part in the call where they turn and you created the desire and now they want to know and they want to buy and they're driving the sale. There's so many sales where the seller's just checking in, urgently follow up, pushing, 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 and the prospect's kind of going along. But the moment the prospect flips it, I love that point in the deal, however fast or long, where the prospect's like, I want this thing and they have decided. But it's the same with, with rep performance. When they make a decision to become self-actualized or self-powered and motivated, so what is a motivator? It's not that you're able to say the magic thing. It's that you're able to find a way to get someone to turn and care, turn and try. I would say like will and the skill. You can teach them the skill all day without the will, right? It's just like, why, it's like Schwarzenegger, okay. like why did he want to go to the gym or the rock like six hours a day? Like an, an average mortal, like I'm dead in the gym in 30 minutes. So how are these guys doing it? Mm -hmm. There's willpower. And where does it come from? So I think you just shared something that's universal. It's really cool. So you've had a natural knack for sales. You've had a knack for motiv motivating people, managing them. You've been involved in insurance. And yeah, maybe tell us a little bit about like the Wolf of Wall Street or Jordan Belfort, because I know he's one of your favorites. What, what do you like about that method? How do you incorporate it? Everything, everything. Just to go back a little bit here, Justin, uh, 
that's exactly how I train my agents based on the straight line, okay, which is, I mean, uh, for salespeople, you guys uh, haven't seen, you know, like any Jordan Belford, like uh, actual YouTube, you know, please do. He's phenomenal. But the way I train my agent is, number one, forget everything you know. Forget everything you know. We're going to start with number one, tonality. Tonality and tonality. All right. And everybody's looking at me like, okay, let's go. So I'm like, read the first line. Come on, let's hear it. Hi, Justin. Here is Zeke. I'm calling about your recent request for help coverage. Uh, right? Versus, bring, bring, uh, hey, Justin. Hey, Justin, here is Zeke with uh, USL. How's everything? Okay, great. The reason for the call is, you see, so way different intro. And that's your way in. So the, if I can crack the tonality aspect, you know, on the new agents, the rest is simple. Doesn't matter what you sell. The rest is completely simple. Lead the dance. Lead the dance. You have one on the phone, right? And of course, you know, they got questions. Yeah, about these, but how about that? Or one question might be like, by the way, uh, well, what company do you represent? By the way, uh, who is it through? If I don't want to answer that question now, I'm not, okay? I'm going to answer the question based on my friend. And I'm going to simply avoid it by getting the question. By the way, uh, what company are you with? I'm going to get that in a second real quick. So if you were saying to me you were pretty healthy, right? Okay, you don't have any issues with your health, medical, like cancer, stroke, heart attack? Okay, that's fantastic. Then I can definitely help you. 100%, I can. All right. So you see, I just used, by the way, how much this uh, software is, just using software, how much this software is going to cost me? Oh, I'm going to get that in a second. In the meantime, the software you're using right now, which are some of the benefits you see and some of the aspects that you would like to see? So you asking me for a price. I'm not going to give it. I'm going to give it to you when I want to, right? Because I want to lead the dance. Okay. Straight to Belfort. Transitions, shoes, you got to know how to transition. All right. A couple of keywords is, uh, just so you know, that's a transition word. So just so you know, I'm a licensed insurance agent and I've been doing this for quite some time right now. Okay. But let me ask you this. That's another transition. Okay. So just so you know, I'm in the market for X, Y, Z years. And like these are all transition words that you can move in. Now, if you want to lead the dance a little closer, you can use something like, again, always assume the next step. Always assume the next step. Always. Okay, so you can move into any different sectors of your script, if you like. So by saying so, all right, so Justin, what's going to happen now is we're going to submit an application. It's about 10 to 15 minutes. Not a big deal. Okay. I'm just going to ask you a couple of basic questions to make sure you qualify. Now, of course, different business, like different uh, businesses, different aspects, different all that. Okay, if you're selling uh, tech, okay, so what's going to happen now is pretty much going to have to do like a demo, all right? It's a very simple process, okay? You're in front of your computer right now, Justin, aren't you? Okay, great. Go to XYZ side, so that meeting, okay? You got it? Okay, perfect. Can you see my screen? Hey, how are you? Okay, okay. So, boom. so you just moved in by simply saying, so what's going to happen now, Justin, is we're just going to do like a very brief, you know, webinar. And 
you don't ask permission. Never ask for permission. Because, especially like early, you know, at the early stages, uh, can I have your email? Can I have your zip code? Can I have five minutes of your time? No. I don't know. Who are you? You can't have five minutes of my time, even though I'm doing nothing. Don't ask for permission. If you have the, another good thing you can use is use facts. When in doubt, use facts, right? So, uh, for example, like, okay, Justin, by the way, I have your email here as uh, justinmichael.gmail.com, right? Yes. And I have you as uh, 39 years old, right? Okay, perfect. Okay, so you see, I'm just relaying to you facts that I know about you. Automatically, now I'm building report and I'm building that I'm not just some dude who just called me, right? Now, if I have zero clues, okay, if I, if I don't have your zip code, if I don't have your email, if I don't have, if I don't have any information and I want some information, like I'm going to be like, all right, that's great, Justin. By the way, what's your email real quick? You see... What's your email real quick? Tonality. Always, to again, tonality. May I ask for your email? No. Justin, what's your email? Hey, Justin, what's your email real quick? Not a big deal, right? And uh, what's your zip code to? You see, not a big deal. Your tonality needs to know that it's not a big deal. I mean, it's, it's your email, right? So that's another good thing you can use. Um, got to be certain. You got to be certain. Very, very valuable lesson. Never sell anything you don't feel comfortable you got to know your product you gotta know you have to know that your product is gonna help you all right and you gotta have faith now if i know i know that the plans that i offer or you know the, the software that i represent right will absolutely benefit you 100 100 then how i'm gonna approach the sale. I'm going to approach the sale from a level of conscious realization that I can help. It's like, I mean, it's similar, you know, like uh, kind of like you are, you know, like a, it's amazing what you've done. You've taken sales and tech, you've combined it. And the other day we're talking about it and all these programs you utilize and this, this, that, it, you know what I mean? And it's amazing because I'm sitting there and I'm like, damn, I mean, I just have a script, you know, but it's like you telling, it's like, okay, it's like you coming from the future is Justin, right? You come from, you came from the future, like a Terminator, right? And you say to me, like, Zeke, I'm from the future. Okay. I got this software here. You see, I have this software that will get you hundred percent of the time qualified leads. And it's going to cost you X, Y, Z. First of all, I'm probably going to think you're on LSD, but say for instance, you are from the future. And you have this technology, I'm going to get qualified leads. But you are convinced that you can help me. You can give me qualified leads. Like, you know? So if you're a firm believer, you're going to sell completely different from somebody who's like, eh, I think I can help you out. You know, I mean, I got a couple of ideas. I mean, we don't do ideas here. We do certainty and power of emotion. Okay, we'll take the certainty and we kind of like surrounded with emotion, okay? But I hope that makes sense that if you are a believer in what you're selling, you're going to sound so much more convincing because you believe in it to people on the other side of the phone. And they can tell, 
they can tell, they can sense your level of certainty. They can smell how powerful you believe that you can help. Does that make sense, Justin? It's great. You know, sales is the transference of belief. And you talked about call control and there's ways to control. And there's a big focus on the questions doing the control. But having call, I, I came up in call centers for the first nine years of my career, eight, nine years, ran them offshore. There's a huge tonality because when you had that controlled nine minute script, if you had an uptone or a downtone, you went too fast, too slow. If you waited for them to think about it, just because people like to lead and they like to follow, there's an alpha and there's an a beta. Now, sometimes you get someone on the phone that's very alpha and they want to take charge, but then you can still control them with questions and listening and tone. But I absolutely agree with you. I, in my systems, I talk about 80% of the game on the phone is the tone. With a bad script and better tone, you can beat someone with an amazing script and poor tone. How do you control is a good question. What do you do when you're having trouble with that call control? You've got like a egomaniac or a power, an alpha shark on a call. How do you still control the difficult customer? Or maybe they're not that, but they're trying to really dominate the call. I'm sure you get this, right? But you still probably can control it, they wouldn't know. <laughs> well, I've dealt with anything and everything. <laughs> uh, I wish I, anyhow, I thrive on objections. That's my thing. Okay, some people like to go to the park. Some people like to play basketball. Some people like to go to the beach. I thrive on objections. Like if a sale starts with, um, so looking for your health, whatever. It's like, yeah, I'm actually interested for a health plan. I'm like, I don't like it. I don't like it. Really? Right? So when I <laughs> typically deal with... That's funny. I, I mean, it's right? Like, it's like taking an order. Like the art of sales is to process the rejection, objections, and the friction. 100%. You nailed it. You nailed it. The sale starts with a no. I'm not interested. Not interested. It's way better than hang up the phone. Okay. They hang up the phone on you. All right? They hang up the phone. Boom. What are you selling? Oh, call them back. What's the worst thing that can happen? Call them right back. You're like, hey, Justin, we just got disconnected. Are you ready? Just want to make sure you, you know what I mean? Like what, you're in the submarine right now? You got a bad signal? Hey, don't worry about it. I'm going to help you out. So tell me a little bit about, you know, X, Y, Z. I mean, again, all right, the guy hang up the phone. So freaking what? Call right back. You, I promise you, you are going to lose way more sales for not calling again than calling back, right? Exactly. Fact. So dealing with alpha males, females, gotta love them. Typically, you know, typically the alpha males, females have this mentality of, well, I've done my own research and uh, basic, uh, what my understanding uh, is that uh, your plan, you know, like uh, it's not very good and my plan will be so, okay, you, okay. Actually, that's an extremely good question. This is where you use something called emotional intelligence. Okay, huge. People, a lot of people know what's emotional intelligence and how they can apply it in sales. Subconsciously, yes. Consciously, no. If that makes sense. Everybody knows what's emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is, you're listening, right? But you just, okay, so... So I just explained the benefits of having a software like that or explained benefits of having, you know, help, help them like that, right? And 
what so what do you think is this something that you see benefit in it and if you hear now you just shut up and hear like no no that that means i'm not ready i'm not ready i'm not ready i still need a letter i still i need love show me love all right so but if i say okay i mean i explain the benefits to you do you see the benefits in it so yeah absolutely okay i like it now the alpha ones that typically oh yeah 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 I'm, okay listen man you know i see what you're saying and i'm getting tons of phone calls every day about your software or your program or your tactic or your about health insurance uh you, so you see initially what alphas do they try to kind of like take you down like i've talked with you people all the time you know what i mean like i know who you are you know like i know your kind that's how they start then you know like but they've always done their own research for some reason you know what i mean they're experts in their field even if it's not software right like i get okay okay i, I apologize to my fellow nurses i got tons of nurses in my book of business right so i'm sorry it's like about how covers okay nurses like oh yeah i know all about health insurance i mean uh, so what are you selling i'm like I'm like, whoa, make it easy on me. First of all, I'm not telling you anything. Just try to understand that. And I'm trying to help you out. You understand that? If we start, you know? Yeah. Now, there's two ways you can go on about it. Two ways. Number one, it's the understand way. Okay. It's the, but you see the tonality, <laughs> the understand. I understand. Okay. You drop your, okay. So I understand. No, that's wrong. Understand is still aggressive. You gotta go down. Oh, I completely understand. I completely understand. Okay, that shows. All right, Mr. Alpha, you wanna be alpha? So you wanna lead the conversation? Sure. I will give you the misconception. I will give you the false sense of you leading the conversation. But eventually no. I'll close. <laughs> so that's one way. I completely understand. Okay, I completely understand the difference between though us and everybody else is, you know what, Mr. Uh, Justin, that we understand where you're coming from, okay? And we're not trying to sell you. Hear my tonality, I'm still talking, I'm talking down because I wanna call, I wanna call him. I wanna make him serene, I wanna make him understand. I'm just here to help you out and that's the difference. I'm not gonna sell you anything, okay? If you believe this program, if you believe this plan is going to work out for you, okay, based on your own research, which I think it will, because you're a perfect candidate, take your time and maybe we can do business. Who knows? Maybe we can be friends in the future because I tend to have my clients as friends too. Does that make sense, Justin? That's the disarming way. That's how I disarm an alpha based on I understand. Again, don't say, oh, I completely understand. That's going to even freaking, you know, make him even more alpha. You don't, the other way, right? The other way is the squat, right? Like, uh, I'm going to use software. I'm calling, oh, yeah, I know you're kind. I know what you're trying to do, you know, or health insurance, whatever. Okay, first thing is, like, uh, Justin, can I ask you something real quick? Do you, are you a licensed insurance agent? Do you have a license? Oh, you don't. Oh, so 
you don't. So, okay, uh, you're a painter, right? You are a, you're a realtor, right? So, yeah, okay. So, let me ask you this. If you want to seek medical advice, will you go to your lawyer? No, doesn't make sense. Uh, if you need uh, legal advice, would you go to your doctor? No. If you need help with your health coverage, who are you going to go to? Internet? Are you going to go to the internet? That's why I'm here. I'm a licensed insurance agent, and I'm here to help them. You see, I attacked, and now I go down under. You see, now I'm approaching it. I'm just here to help you. Okay, that's all I'm trying to do. Okay. What's that? I could, I could talk to you for hours, man. We've already taken up the, the show, okay. and I love this. I've been selling software for, you know, 13 years. So, so many parallels. When you get someone who knows better than you, knows everything about your product. Oh, yeah, I talk to all your vendors all the time, right? But you can either play down and disarm, or you can kind of squash. It's, it's sort of calling out the ridiculous. Oh, you know, interesting. Like, I've been selling SaaS for five years in these different tech companies. And have you actually looked at this? You do a challenger question is a way to phrase it, but it, it actually kind of puts them in their place in a way. But then as soon as they feel challenged, you lock horns, they respect you, and then you come down and then you, you're there to help. And one thing I was like, well, maybe it's not for you. You got to figure it out. I mean, I'll just share a couple of ideas then since you know a lot. I know a lot. Why don't we just share ideas? Maybe I can learn from 100%. you. What? And then, you know, it just reverses. But I love this episode, man. I'd love to have you on again. I mean, I'm, it was universal wisdoms you shared. Definitely a lot of common in, in the approach. Where can people find you online uh, to engage with you? They can find me on LinkedIn. You know, just type my name, which is Zeke Lever, Z-E-K-E-L-E-V-E-R. That's pretty much my way working on me. And lastly, I just want to give big kudos to you, Justin, because like I'm not a very tech person. You know, in fact, I consider myself like a caveman when it comes to that. But like I've learned quite a bit from your ways, which I'm still trying to understand. And I know you can help me out. But uh, you got something special over there, thinking, buddy. I'm just uh, these are just facts. And again. This is not a paid promotion, you know what I mean? This is no, <laughs> no I'm, you know what I mean? This is these are just facts. I was just studying, you know, all these files and documents you, you shared, and you got something real special. I can 100% uh, testify. Thanks, equal. Thanks for being on the show. See you next time on Beyond Sales Development. Of course. Thank you. Thanks.